Well, happy Father's Day, everybody. Uh, come on, man. Give that, give that up. No doubt. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I walked in this morning, and I got three guys as soon as I came. And I think I heard it from the back, too, Casey. And, uh, and it might have been Sherry, too. But I heard, all I heard was like, what? You know, like, what? I like that, right? So the name of the band today is? There you go. All right, right on. <laughs> Give what up a hand again, please. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let us make some adjustments here. We are, I love the living room style of music. Amen. It's just, just dig this, man. It's something about very passionate. The only problem is it makes me cry a little bit. Um, just a, a emotional week and a, and a heart, like just a lot of work and a lot of things that we did. By the way, can somebody take a picture of these man crates and post them up? To our Facebook page, because that's like, come on, guys, right? Because if you can get that, so I'll, I'll yep. Oh, I gotta move. I can't. Uh, I can't photobomb the man crates. Okay, cool, no problem. Oh, keep what? Keep going. All right, cool, awesome. You got it. So we got. Uh, let's see. We'll make some adjustments here because I am a clumsy tripper. Um, got it. Let's see. I'm around. Yeah, thank. Exactly right. But I'm on the flat roofs most of the time, you know. So. And so we got walls and stuff, so and harnesses and all kinds of things like that. Amen. Thank you for reminding me of that. No. <laughs> Usually I'm pretty confident I want to get up on the roof. Now I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm a clumsy guy. So, but I'm ready to go, man. Right? right. Amen. 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 Oh yeah, good. What a fun day this is this morning. I tell you what. Happy Father's Day to all you guys out there. Hey, a couple of quick things I want to tell you about. By the way, uh, I have never, and I was saying this this morning to several folks. I have never been more proud of our church than I am today. Amen. Here's, the, here's what happened, man. Over the last, well, th- like I said, a couple, few weeks ago, it's like, it's been like this all hands on deck. Like we've got all kinds of serve opportunities. We actually took a break in the month of May so that we could rest up a little bit for the month of June. And in the month of June, we went like last week, we went to, uh, last Saturday, we went to Terry Glenn's church, World Harvest Ministries, and helped out over there, had over 20 volunteers that came out there, 80 plus hours that were worked at, at World Harvest Ministries to bless Terry Glenn and Erica Glenn and the ministry that they have going on over there. Love that. They're going to be coming and serving us because they said this ain't, this ain't no charity thing, and I'll dig that too. Uh, but also last, this past weekend, man, we had, uh, we had 38 volunteers that helped us in different capacities with Frontier Days, which is the festival of, of Edgerton. This is what we do. It's what we, the, the main day, over 78 hours volunteered. And we had this crazy booth going on with, and it was wild because when it, like during the day, there was hardly anybody at the festival. It was kind of hot in the middle of the day. But every time I looked up at the booth, there were kids out there playing games. And when the kids out there playing games, the parents come by. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's that? Big kids too, yeah. Yeah, you guys were out there. Come on, kids, let's go. And it was, yeah, it was awesome, right? And I, and I, and I tell you what here's, what, here's why I'm so emotional this morning. And, I, and, I, and, I, and you ever get that emotion, you start crying in church, man, it's like, oh, man, here comes a snot too, man. So if I got anything hanging out of my nose, I apologize, man. Just, just ignore it. But, but one of the, what's so cool, man, is that, that we had so many people that stepped up and volunteered and things that I felt no pressure when I got a phone call on Wednesday or Tuesday of last week. And this is the busiest week of our church. And I said, hey, there's a guy in town named Leroy Cheney who passed away. Or he used to be in town, one of the, one of the, most, one of the greatest guys in the world. His wife has nobody to turn to. Can you do a funeral for him? And without hesitation, 
And I said, yes, because I knew there was, we, we had it, it was absolutely covered. Judy did a whole bunch of organizational work. People stepped up and just, just filled this thing. We had blue, this is why I got my shirt on, right? Like, I, this is the booth shirt. I didn't get to wear this because I'm on the Frontier Days event staff, so I had to wear that shirt. So I, I ha ha, I get to wear my shirt today, right? Y'all got to wear it. So we had all these blue shirts with all these dots running around Frontier Days, man. And I'm like, all these conversations that I had, like I was able to do this funeral for this family and it was fantastic. It was wonderful to be able to do that because I, I was able to do what, what God has called us to do and, and the different things that we, he's called us to do because we all stepped up and did our thing. Amen? So cool, man. And so it, it, like Friday night, Friday afternoon, and all day Saturday, man, I had these amazing conversations with different people because they saw us all going all over the place. And they're, they're like, hey, what, what's going on? What's going on with your church, man? Tell us when your serve times are, service times. I want to come. I want to see. Amazing. Amazing. Had deep spiritual conversations about people's pasts because we were all able to step up and just have fun with our community. Man, amen. Y'all need to applaud yourselves on this one. Please do. Because I'm, I mean, I'm like flipped out. So I'm just like, I love, I love this place. I love this place. And so here's what we're going to do. Next Sunday night, we're going to have a party. All right, it's going to be a worship night. We're going to have just intense worship music. Morgan, my our our offspring, is coming back with her with her husband, her husband Brandon. We're just all going to have a great time, right? And it's going to be a cookout. We're going to have all kinds of stuff. But man, for a Sunday night, five o'clock. Sorry, like called rekindle. I don't know if we got a graphic up or not, but rekindle. Come give thanks to our King, man. We're just going to give thanks to God, what God has done. We need to celebrate all the work that has been, and just say. Man, just enjoy God's presence, amen? So we're going to do that. We're going to do that for sure. And if you notice, today's Father's Day. And we got a couple of man crates up here. Now, now these man crates, I, now listen to what these are. These are barbecue, I'm not sure what all is in but they're like tongs and barbecue sauce and rubs and, and kind, of a, kind of a thing. So, and it even comes with a, with a pry bar, right? <laughs> all you guys are like, oh, I want that, man, just for the... Right? Okay, so here, here's what we got. So you guys, if you did not get, uh, by the way, we do have also a gift for all the dads out there. We, had, we got a bag. Did all the dads get a bag with a bottle of root beer in it? Sorry, I didn't have, it's not the hard root beer. It's, sorry about that. I don't want the emails or I wouldn't have, you know. But, but or, or, and you got some pop, popcorn for you pops out there, right? You got, who did not get a bag, by the way? If you're a dad and you didn't get a bag. Nope, cool. All right, now. Did, who did not get a, thank you very much, who did not get, did everybody get a ticket that is a dad? If you're a dad in here and you did not get a ticket, who did not get a ticket? No? All right. I need a lovely assistant. You're lovely enough. All right. Hold on. Just want to shake it or anything, blow on it or anything. There you got it? Just pick one, yep. Yeah. All right, let's see. Let me get this here. Who has ticket number? Drum roll. Wow, oh, I don't have a drummer today. All right, come on. Five, I love it. Five, two, four, two, zero, zero, two. Ah, Diamond Dave. Ha, ha, ha. Could not have you a better guy. Woo. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah, oh, presentation of the man crate. Here we go. 
Hey, that's not the right number. I'm kidding. Look that, look that way. Look that way. Photo up. <laughs> yeah, right on. Oh, man, I love it. Love it. All right, I'm going to put that in the middle because I'm a little bit OCD. All right, cool. Is that the right word or AD? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is, I got it. So, well, happy Father's Day. And as you guys know, uh, today is Father's Day. And I want to celebrate dads a little bit, <clears throat> a little bit differently than we did on Mother's Day. Obviously, I don't think we put out, uh, there's no such thing as a woman crate that I know of. There might be. I don't know. We could be over speaking. Uh, but I'm assuming but something about a man crate, something about Dad's Day today, right? And you guys know dads, like if you guys have a dad, you guys, there's this thing going around the internet called dad jokes, right? And you know I don't tell jokes to start off messages very much, but this being dad, you know the kind of dads that say every time they turn, they, they like go in reverse in their car, like, oh yeah, this takes me back, right? You know, you, you've heard those kind of jokes, right? Jokes like, what do you call a fish with no eyes? A fish. Very nice, right? Some of you get that in about 30 minutes, like, oh my gosh, that's fantastic. <laughs> These are dumb jet dad jokes, right? <laughs> wow, somebody just got it. Good deal. Hey, don't blame me, blame all the dads. Why did, <laughs> I don't even know if I should say this. I'll probably get an email about this one. Why did the A go to the bathroom and come out as an E? Because he had a vowel movement. <laughs> Woo! Woo-hoo. What do you call? <laughs> what do you call someone else's cheese? Nacho cheese. That's right. <laughs> Dad, it's cold in here. Go stand in the corner. Why? Because it's ninety degrees. Nah. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault. It's all the dads, right? I'm just repeating what dads say. Hey, did you hear about the kidnapping at school? He woke up. <laughs> Dos mas. Hold on. <laughs> um, you remember the dad who says, I remember seeing the first universal remote. And I thought, man, this changes everything. Uh. <laughs> that's a delayed. That's like, mm, okay, yeah, that's not, not bad, preacher. And my favorite, this is the ultimate, the dad jokes of all dad jokes. What did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? I'm 80. <laughs> Come on, give it up to the dad jokes, man. Come on. Come on. See, ah, uh, <laughs> uh, now nah, see that just takes away all the. See, I'm not snotting anymore. That's good. Okay, um, so here's what we're talking about on Mother's Day, right? If you guys were here on Mother's Day, we celebrated Mother's Day. We talked about what it means to be a spiritual parent. Like this is the. I mean, I will drum this all the time, right? And so, so we're talking about that God has called us. Christ has called us to pour into the lives of others, teach others to obey, become their spiritual parent. One of the reasons that Father's Day, and by the way, great, great, great attendance today because, uh, you know, last year, I think this like, like blows away. Last year we had like Father's Day is the least attended service statistically nationally 
of all the Sundays of the year. Did you know that? And Mother's Day is one of the highest other than Easter. So it's, it's pretty wild to see them. Love to see the dads in here. Love to see the crowd in here. It's great to see that. It's very encouraging. And so on Mother's Day, and I think one of the reasons why people kind of tend to look at church as optional a little bit because they're not responsible for anybody else. They haven't taken anybody else under their wings spiritually and taught them to obey. So they can show up. They don't need to be an example to anybody. You know what I'm saying? But today... And I love this because, like we talked about on Mother's Day, being a spiritual parent. But today, today is Father's Day. And what I want us to do is be thinking about what it means to be a spiritual child. A spiritual child. See, a lot of us think that, man, we got to grow up, we got to get mature. And that's true, man, absolutely true. But here's what I'm, what I'm, what I'm amazed at. It's like over the la- and, and something over the last few weeks, man, like... Like Terry Glenn and Matt Miller and Chris Moix and all these teachers. We've had some great teaching coming through, uh, the, coming through our church over the last couple of months. It's been great. And there have been several things that they have said that we are. We're, but one of the things I want to talk about, like they even talked about being children of the king. I'll talk about some other things that they talked about. But being truly a, children, a child of the king, being children. See, Mark 10 Jesus is talking to people, and actually Jesus is teaching and debating with some religious people, specifically about divorce, specifically outlines what marriage is. So some heavy stuff, but there's something about Jesus that even in the middle of debating about heavy, heavy topics and deep spiritual things, people brought children to Jesus. They wanted Jesus to hang with the, the children. Now in verse 13, it says people were bringing little children to Jesus for him, to place his hands on them, but the disciples rebuked them. It's like, don't, don't bother the Messiah right now, right? right? You kids need to get your snotty noses out of here for a second, right? Just, just don't, don't worry about him. You guys smell in your poopy diapers or whatever. That's what Jesus said. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. You know what indignant means? Like, hey, hey, whoa, 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 dude. What you doing? You think these cats I'm debating with are more important than these little children? Listen to this. That's why I love Kid City, right? When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. Listen to this. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Man, we better be nice to the kids, right? Somebody says, I, I love Jesus, but I hate children. It's like, come on now. Because if the little children come, if they, those people, those kids downstairs that you'll hear the music from here in a little while, or you hear them screaming or anything like that, but like, oh man, man, if we, if we want to love on God, man, we love on kids that are, you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is what he's saying. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Wow. See, we want to be all mature and grown up and worldly and all that kind of stuff. But, but, but what Christ says is that way we're supposed to be like these kids, right? Man, we were over here Tuesday night at, uh, at uh, City Group. By the way, Kyle's doing a great job leading City Group. And City Group's end this week. Monday night is the last City Group. So if you want to get one last one in, it is there. And we're going to pick them back up in the fall. We're going to take a little break during the summer. But, man, I, I'm watching all these kids. And we had a, had a going away little party for Richard and Nancy Hull, who we had stand-up last week. And I'm outside playing with the kids, right? And they all go running over to this kid over at the, he's mowing grass. And they just go up and go talk to him, right? 
I mean, obviously, it's like, they're, I'm sure they're, hey, what do you guys do? We're over at this church, right? I mean, they had no problems go talk to somebody. They, some of them didn't even know. Oh, you're going to go talk to them? I'm going to go talk to them too. Cool. Let's go. Right? Well, we, we, we could be like that, right? Go talk. I mean, they have no fear about, oh, they're going to think I'm stupid. Oh, they're going to think I'm weird. You know, I don't know these people. I don't have anything involved. That's why I loved what, what if the church brought two cultures together and we just loved on one another. Amazing. Amazing. See, verse 16, he took the children into his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. So not only are we children, being, but being children and being a child of the king was something that, that Terry and Matt and all these guys with what if the church talked about was that we are not only children, but we are also royalty. We are also priests. And we are also saints, and I want to kind of explore those a little bit, but I want to help us understand that if we are supposed to be childlike in our way of approaching God, then we better understand what that means, amen? Because we want to know what it means to be closer to God. We want to know what it means to step into God's favor. So I want to understand that. Psalm 139, 13 through 14 is something that a lot of people take this and you guys know that there's, a, there's an intense, um, you know, in academia, there's an intense uh, a fight against creation. It's like evolution or whatever you want to, or, you know, we just sprang from nothing and all that kind of stuff. And so if, and a lot of people think it's no big deal. It's a lot of people say, well, you know, I think that, you know, for me, I think you know, we can have both. I mean, God created maybe the first cells and then we evolved from there and that kind of thing. But listen to what it says. Listen to what the scriptures talk about. See, for you created what does it say for you what in my inmost being you what knit me in my mother he's talking to God here right you knit me together in my mother's womb I praise you because I am say these with me these are awesome words what fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful I know that full well See, a lot of times when we understand what it means to be a child of God, like, like we're like, okay, I got to be Christ-like, I got to be childlike and everything. But understand what happened here, right? And in the book of Genesis, if you recall, he, there was this formless void and then he made different things. He made the moon and the stars and the water. and all. I mean, can you imagine the heavenly host hanging around God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit? And he says, you know, wow, God, that's, a, that's incredible what you made. Look at the galaxies. Look at the mountains. Whoa, look at the sunrise. Whoa, look at the fish of the sea and the birds of the air. That's amazing. Whoa, I mean, do that again, Dad. Do, do some, make something else, right? Make this, make that. Oh, man, they're just freaked out, right? Because there's just formless void before and all of a sudden you got all this beautiful stuff happening colors right and then god said let us father son holy spirit make man in our image and after all those things that are made wow god whoa look at the cat whoa look at that there's this pause right as we're made as we're knit together in our mother's womb as, as we're, we're being made, and, my, and the heavenly hosts look at this. Wow, God, they look like you. Have you thought about that? You being a child of God means that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. See, this whole thing about the gorilla versus the kid, that should be a no-brainer. 
And by the way, I love the hypocrisy about the alligators, right? How many alligators do they kill trying to find one kid and everybody freaks out because of the group? I mean, it's silly stuff. Seriously? We are fearfully and wonderfully made. They didn't say that about gorillas. He didn't say that about alligators. He said that about you. Right? They're fearfully and wonderfully made. God, Mike looks like you. God, Roger looks like you. God, Cody looks like you. God, Judy looks like you. Wow. I mean, that stuff's cool. But they look like you. And think about that when it says we've got to be childlike. We've got to come to God like this with that understanding. That should give us boldness, confidence, swagger. First Peter 2, 9 through 12 says you are a chosen people. A royal. What's that, with, what's that word? Yeah, yeah. Priesthood, right? A holy nation. God's special, what? Possession, you're his child. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, you just run around on my own thing, right? But now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul live such good lives among the pagans that though you they accuse you of doing wrong they may see your good deeds and glorify god on the day he visits us and so he says two things in there we are royalty which i love what terry said man i did absolutely we're royalty that means you're a prince you're a princess you're going to inherit a kingdom it's going to be awesome i mean we've got things that are coming our way that man and i'm not maybe not even here we may be get worse for us here but eventually the good news is we're all dead in 100 years amen and so if it, I'm like, that's good news. yeah man that's good news absolutely good news man for those that know jesus we get to inherit a kingdom that we can't fathom but understand something we're also priests we are a royal priesthood we are priests. You know what? I love what Terry said that a priest is someone who goes to the to, goes to God for the, uh, the, the the his people. How much? How many times do we go to God for our city? Right. But but what does a priest do? What does a priest? Uh, what's the privilege of a priest have? Like in some circles, a priest is a person that you go to to confess your sins, so that he will go and, and confess sins to to God. Right. This is not what what Peter says. We're all a priest. Meaning we have direct access to God. Whoo, man, that's different, right? Can you, uh, I, I bet Moses and all the, uh, the prophets of the Old Testament and Daniel and David would have loved to have that direct access, not just, I mean, they, they were able to walk with, they, they love God, man, but to, for, we have something special that they did not have. See, we have absolute direct access to God. 24-7, waking or sleeping, it is a beautiful thing to be a priest. Man, you think you got to wear a collar? No. Like Trip Lee said, I ain't got no white collar. They made me a priest, though. Beautiful. So we have direct access to God as priests, as children. 
Like, like, it, like, he, like God says, you've taken my name and you're my child and you can talk to me anytime you want. You can be with me anytime you want. A prayer is that we're with him 24-7. Like we're walking and talking with God all the time. We're living our lives being guided by him all the time because we're priests. Ephesians 4 says this, and this is an awesome thing because you think about what it means to live our lives as children of God. Live our lives like, like very childlike. But there's some things he wants us to do, and some of the things he wants us to do is mature. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip his people, and some, cir- some circles say his, uh, equip the saints for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith. And in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of fullness of Christ. Meaning we want to be childlike, we want to approach God without any inhibitions or social awkwardness or cultural influences or anything like that. But we want to be able to mature in that. We want to be able to mature in our forgiveness. We want to be able to mature in our gifting. We want to be able to mature in our knowledge, in our, our love of people, man, ultimately. Amen? All this stuff. Then we will no longer be what? Infants, spiritually infants. And that's why I say Mother's Day, we talked about, man, infants need a parent. But we don't want infants to stay infants spiritually, right? We want people to grow, tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here, blown here and there by by every wind of teaching, by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. This is an epidemic in the church. Amen. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will what? Say that word with me. Grow. Grow. Lost my place. Help me. To become. What the heck is going on? There it is. Grow. There it is. Grow to become. In other words, in every respect, I love this church. The mature body of him who is in the head, who is the head that is Christ. From him the whole body joined together by every supporting ligament. This ligament, that ligament, this ligament, that ligament, this one, this one. We're together, amen? By every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. And church, New City Church, you have done great work. And I'm proud. I'm proud to be the body that we are. I'm proud to have the favor that God has given us. I'm proud to be the kind of, of church that, that, that looks at this and says we are going to, as the different giftings that God has given us, grow in the faith, grow in the knowledge, grow in the understanding, but ultimately grow in the love that God has given us because we are supposed to grow up. We are supposed to grow up to equip the saints because we are saints. And, and it is, and I'm not trying to bash any kind of denomination or anything like that, but it is to me a heartbreaking thing to walk into a church that I happen to be roofing, right? And, and to see the different statues of dead people that these folks pray to. It frightens me. 
Not frighten me, horrifies me, frankly. Like I look at it and go, what the heck? Like literally, I'm walking in with a client to, to, um, to take care of a leak that's in the confessional because this is where you go to see the priests, right? And again, I'm not bashing. I promise you I'm not doing that. This is what, what frightens me. And they've got to kneel to a statue before they go into this place. And I feel awkward because I don't want to upset the client, but I'm like, I can't do that. I'm mean, There's no way I'm, that's a piece of wood, right? And so when we say things like, um, I'm no saint, right? That's a blasphemy against God because, because when we say we are saints, man. We're the ultimate, we're priests, we're children, we're children of the king, we're royalty. We're ultimate, we're saints too. Like we don't get to, we don't have to go through this whole process after we're dead for a few years and somebody say, hey, by the way, that guy's a saint, I think. We don't have to do that. We get to be that now. Like we get to be the one that helps people heal. Right? We get, the one that, we get to be the ones that through the Holy Spirit get to help people, I mean, grow. We're the one through the Holy Spirit that gets to help people do different things and pray for people and love on people and embrace people, play games with people, have fun with people, comfort people that are in loss. And, they, and may we never be prayed to ourselves. May we just say, no, 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 don't give us the glory. Don't ever do that, man. You, our glory belongs, belongs to God, our what? Father. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask the band to come on up, and I want to give you a, a couple of things, man, that, that I want to be thinking about. Because as we are saints, as we are children, ultimately of God, I mean, what a privilege and an honor it is to be sons and daughters of a king, man, much less the king of kings. Or much more the king of kings, I should say. But if we are walking. Sorry, brother. Sorry, man. If we are walking. Through the Holy Spirit. With our God, with God, our father. By the price paid for Jesus, right? By the price paid by Jesus. We're walking with the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, with the Father, by the price paid by Jesus. Then if that's the case, right? If you walk with the Father, you're going to introduce him to others. I, I, I've got my buddy Byron here, right? Who I love, known for I don't know, 15 years probably at least, maybe even more, probably longer than that. We, we hang out, we smoke cigars, whatever, you know, it's cool. And, and, and so if I'm walking with Byron, right, and Joe comes up to me, and he says, hey, man, what's going on? What's up, Joe? Man, man, hug, baby, what's up? Right, and, and totally ignore Byron. How do you think Byron's going to feel? Sometimes I might forget Joe's name or something like that. So, hey, have you met my buddy Byron, right? And he goes, hey, I'm Joe. I'm sorry. Hey, Joe, what's up? I'm going to have to call your partner now, right? But you're going to introduce him to the Father. Somehow, someway, you're going to make sure that that gets it. Do you catch what I'm saying on that? You're going to help people know God because you're with them all the time. As a child who loves, there is no, 
Man, I'm telling you, there is no prejudice. There is no social awkwardness. There's no cultural in, like, like influence. When little kids get to, they, they could be black, white, Asian. It doesn't matter. They get together. They're just playing and stuff like that. Hey, that's my daddy. You know? Hey, that's my mom. I don't care. Will we be like that? Father, I love you. We love you. As your children, we love you so very much that, that frankly, it's, it's hard to understand. With the love that you've shown us, it's hard to understand why so many do not. And I'm not, sawing, I'm not saying, Lord, that there's a lot of people that say they do, but really they don't. I mean, let's just be real. And God, may, man, if there's a, if there's a level of love in our hearts for you that, that, that needs to improve, that needs to be closer, that needs to be more intimate, that needs to have snot bubbles coming out because we just, the way we think about you, Lord, tears coming down our face, our hearts racing, our palms get sweaty because of the love you've shown for us. Lord, that's, that's what we're looking for. May you show us that. May you, may you turn our hearts, God. I mean, seriously, the hearts that we have that are just hard and stone stone-like and may you turn them to flesh in a, in a in a way god that just that makes us desire to be your child proud to be your child give us that swagger that only you can provide may you give that god may you be that for us and show us what it means to be your child and may we simply make you proud father it is in your son's amazing and beautiful an impossible name. All God's people in the house said, Amen. Amen.